This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 66 degrees. Light rain being reported around the region today. Not much in the way of a wind. South winds at 6 miles per hour. Rain expected to continue throughout the day today. Maybe picking up a tenth of an inch. Nowhere near what we need to try to ease some of the drought conditions or extreme dry conditions in the region. High today in the muggy temperatures, only getting up into the lower 80s. In a hazardous weather outlook issued by the National Weather Service earlier this morning, authorities say a few rounds of showers and thunderstorms are expected this afternoon and evening. Some thunderstorms could produce gusty winds along with localized poor drainage and small stream flooding. Now, looking ahead, the issue is with the heat. On Tuesday through Sunday, heat index values on Wednesday afternoon are forecast to be between 95 and 100 degrees with the highest readings in the valleys and the urban areas. WMBF First News Time, 6.05. New York State Police are tight-lipped about an incident that closed a road in the town of Odeana for 23 hours. A news release issued by New York State Police Troop C headquarters in Sydney yesterday only said that State Route 7 had reopened. Quote, no injuries were, were sustained. New York State Police thanked the public for their cooperation and patience over the past 23 hours. Police had said there was no threat to the public, but gave no other information about why they closed the road near Emmons Hill Road to the Price Chopper parking lot. The original news release issued by the state police on Saturday only reported troopers were on the scene of, quote, an ongoing investigation in the town of Oneana. Troopers asked the public to avoid the area of State Route 7 near Emmons Hill Road. The road was closed up to the supermarket, and the statement also said Emmons Hill Road was closed, and a detour funneling traffic onto Hillside Drive was in place. The official update posted by the state police yesterday promised more details to the ongoing investigation could be expected sometime today. CNY News reported the area in question was near the farmhouse diner and the road was blocked since about 7 p.m. on Saturday, July 16th. We will have more information as it becomes available. Pennsylvania State Police say after more than a decade of being a presence in Northeast PA, gas drillers are still being targeted by criminals. Incidents over the past years have ranged from trespass as citizens and environmental groups and some neighbors protest drilling operations being set up in their communities to vandalism of equipment at the wells. Many incidents over the years have involved the thefts of drilling sites, uh, thefts from drilling sites, which for days at a time are left unattended and looking for suspects who stole incident, uh, items throughout the area. The Pennsylvania State Police are now looking for some suspects who stole copper from a Cotera energy well pad on Stockholm Road in Rush Township. Officials at the drilling site in Susquehanna County told the authorities that theft had happened sometime between 6 p.m. Friday and 8.22 p.m. on Thursday, this past Thursday. The news release indicated the material that was taken in the theft was the amount of copper wire valued at $400. Anyone with information about the Gotera Energy incident is asked to call Trooper Hollenbeck at 570-465-3154. WMBF First News Time, 607 
A Broome County man has acquired the iconic Red Robin Diner that has been located in downtown Johnson City for more than 60 years. The diner on Main Street closed in January of 2021. The property had been on the market for about a year with an initial asking price of $269,000. Property records show that it was sold to Tamor Management Incorporated of Vestal on June 16th for $210,000. The new owner, who asked not to be identified, said he plans to keep the historic diner building at its current site at the corner where it has been situated since it was moved from Conklin Avenue on Binghamton South Side on June 30th of 1959. Plans call for the old diner to be revamped as a food place after being renovated. The new owner says he hopes he will start work on remodeling the site by the end of the year. Democrat New York Governor Kathy Hochul reports a campaign war chest seven times the size of Republican challenger Lee Zeldin ahead of the November election. In the June primary, Hochul scored an easy win by nabbing two-thirds of the roughly 860,000 Democratic votes and scoring wins in all the state's counties. Republicans are hoping to muster an upset by painting Democrats as easy on crime and governmental corruption. Still Republicans face a fight. The state's Republican Party had about $80,000 in the bank as of July 11th. Democrats had 376000 It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre owned at GaltAuto.com. News. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, July 18th. Got a pretty rough week ahead of us weather-wise. You're listening to WMBF's First News. Myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White, and check on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately two more weeks and is weather-dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian, Tioga County, starting on Monday, July 18th, from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd, weather permitting. And starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. A lot of work being done on Vestal Parkway these days. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. It is truly disgusting out right now. 67 degrees, some light rain, fog and mist, humidity 97%. We've got a hot week coming up. 
Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. And showers and thunderstorms likely mainly after 4 p.m. High near 81 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour, and the chance of rain is 90%. Doesn't get much higher than 90%, so bring an umbrella to work today. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m. A slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 65 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour. 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Sunny with a high near 89 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 67. And Wednesday, oh boy, Wednesday's the one that's going to get me. Mostly sunny and hot. How often do you see a weather uh, weather forecast just say, yeah, it's, it's just going to be hot. That's the weather. Hot is the weather. With a high near 94 degrees. And Wednesday night, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Partly cloudy with a low around 72 and a 40% chance of rain. At 614, you're listening to WMBF. At good on WMBF. Time for a sports update as we're getting close to the All-Star break. Heading into the All-Star break for baseball. Garrett Cole brushed back Rafael Devers and struck out 12. Matt Carpenter drove in three more runs. And the New York Yankees pounded the Red Sox 13-2 after Boston ace Chris Sale broke his left pinky finger in the first inning. The Yankees reached double-digit runs for the 16th time. No other team has more than 10 such games. They cruise into the All-Star break with a Major League Best record of 64-28. and 28. Their 64 wins matched the 2018 Astros for third most prior to the break since the All-Star game began in 1933. Tough break for the Red Sox there. I know Bob Joseph is going to be upset when he hears that. Chris Sale, they literally just got Chris Sale back. I think he made two starts for him, and he's already down again. Just perennially injured. Perennially. Tough break for the Red Sox. The Red Sox have been pretty good this year, too. I, I think really every AL East team has been good this year. Even the Baltimore Orioles are coming off a pretty nice winning streak. I don't know if they're quite above 500 yet. I would have to double-check on that. But I know the, the Red Sox, the Jays, even though the Jays just did fire their manager, Charlie Montoya, because they do feel like they're underperforming a little bit, but they're still above 500. They're still in the playoff picture. But the Yankees just having one of their all-time great seasons so far. We'll see how much this really affects the Red Sox. I mean, they were having a good season before they got Chris Sale back. And for the record, the Baltimore Orioles are now 500. They're 46-46. and 46. So there isn't a single team in the American League East that's under 500. Tough division. Nico Horner hit a tie-breaking RBI single with two outs in the eighth inning, and the Chicago Cubs stopped a nine-game slide by topping the New York Mets 3-2. Christopher Morell sparked Chicago's winning rally with a leadoff infield single against Drew Smith. Morell advanced to third on Wilson Contreras' single, and scored on Ian Happ's tapper to the right side of the mound. 
After Seiya Suzuki popped out, Horner's liner into center drove in Contreras from second for a 3-2 lead. Horner finished with three hits. Rogan Wick pitched a scoreless inning for the win, and David Robertson got three outs for his 13th save. Former Yankee David Robertson. Always one of my favorite relievers. Kind of ancillary news for the Mets. If you remember last year, they drafted Kumar Rocker with the eighth overall pick. Ended up not being able to come to a deal with him on a contract, on a rookie contract. It looks like Kumar Rocker had a little bit of a a medical question. So Mets said, okay, well, let's see if we can get him at a deal. Rocker didn't take the deal, pitched independent ball this past year. And then yesterday was drafted third overall by the Texas Rangers. So something to keep an eye on, see if, you know, Rocker really flies through the system. I imagine he will. I imagine, you know, health providing. He's only a couple years away from the major leagues. Joining his fellow Vanderbilt pitching mate, Jack Leiter, son of Yankees great Al Leiter. So they're reunited in Texas. There's something to watch, see if the Mets regret making that low ball offer when they drafted Kumar Rocker 8th overall last year. Yesterday, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies won again. They won 4-3 against the Erie Seawolves in the last game before the All-Star break. Got RBIs from Beatty, Singer, and Young. Young's RBIs was a solo home run in the third inning. Wyatt Young, second home run of the year. Been a pretty solid leadoff hitter for the Rumble Ponies so far. So they head into the All-Star break with a win, and I don't know if you caught it, but Francisco Alvarez was part of the MLB All-Star Futures game. Would have been tough to catch because it was only streaming on Peacock. In golf news, Cameron Smith charged his way into history on the old course, a Sunday stunner at St. Andrews that sent the Australian to his first major title by overcoming Rory McIlroy to win the Open Championship. It's exciting. I have a hard time getting excited about golf. It's probably because I'm just absolutely dreadful at it. I stink at golf, so I don't watch golf. 620, you're listening to WMBF. Six twenty-one on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. It's another busy week for earnings reports with Goldman Sachs, Netflix, and Tesla all opening up their books. Anticipating strong earnings this week, investors closed out last week with solid advances. The Dow Jones gained 658 points on Friday to close at 31,288. The S&P and NASDAQ both surged nearly 2%. Expect gasoline prices to continue their steady decline. Rising COVID rates in China are pushing down overall energy demand and oil prices in Asia fell about a dollar overnight. Boeing soon hopes to resume deliveries of its 787 Dreamliner after putting shipments on hold for two years. It stopped sending out the twin-engine jumbo jet in late 2020 to address manufacturing issues. When is a lifetime guarantee not a lifetime guarantee? The courts will have to decide after a Missouri man brought a class action lawsuit against Bass Pro Shops. He says the retailer is suddenly refusing to trade his worn out old socks for brand new ones. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
And that was Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. Now it's time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. There are a lot of well-known warning signs of dementia. Memory loss, difficulty concentrating, finding it hard to carry on with familiar daily tasks. But some interesting emerging research suggests that changes to the speed at which you walk could be a warning sign as well. To be clear, we all walk at a different pace. But if your established pace slows down significantly as you age, you could be at higher risk of dementia. Researchers in Australia studied more than 17,000 older adults over a seven-year period. They found people who showed signs of cognitive decline and people who began to walk more slowly were more likely to develop dementia. Those who showed declines in both areas were at highest risk. It might be due to a shrinking hippocampus, they said. Now, the good news, previous studies have shown that you can increase the size of your hippocampus with exercise as an important buffer. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything. Helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result? If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits and services. Whether you need health care or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military dash exposures to learn more and apply today. You served your country. Now let VA serve you. And that was A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. That's time for another check on traffic and weather. That's 625 here at WMBF. Starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detour routes will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area including driveway access from Lenox Drive. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian, Tioga County, starting on Monday, July 18th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd. And the New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81. From exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split, work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Time for a check on weather. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. It's gross out. 67 degrees, light rain, fog, mist, 97% humidity. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. Then showers and thunderstorms likely mainly after 4 p.m. High near 81 degrees. 
Winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour and a 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 65 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour and a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., sunny with a high near 89 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 67. Then Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high near 94 degrees. Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy with a low around 72, 40% chance of rain. 94 degrees and mostly sunny. You know it's going to feel like 105 out here. That's not going to be a good look for me. Don't tell anybody, but I might be calling in sick on Wednesday. 627, you're listening to WMBF. From a- here at WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Oh, God, she'll die. There's still a lot of life left in Thor Love and Thunder. It's topped the domestic box office for a second straight week, earning another 46 million bucks, despite a 68% drop in attendance from last week's debut. I'll not live in fear. A better-than-expected $17 million third-place bow for the romantic drama Where the Crawdads Sing. Wow, I did not see that coming. A sixth-place $6.2 million debut for the animated comedy Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are married. Their rep confirms to ABC News they tied the knot Saturday in Las Vegas, and Lopez herself shared the news with pictures on her website. She said they flew to Vegas, got a license, and were married just hours later at midnight. She signed the announcement, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. It's the fourth marriage for her, the second for her husband. The pair reunited about a year ago after famously dating in the early 2000s. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Some break... This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 631. We've had a little bit of rain that is much needed rain for our area. Started about 2.20 this morning. Winds out of the southeast at 10 miles an hour. The dew point is right smack in the middle of the humid range at 66. The relative humidity due to the, of course, precipitation that is coming out of the saturated air is at 97%. We expect that Relative humidity and the dew point to remain fairly high throughout the day today. Showers and thunderstorms are likely with a 90% chance of that for today. And a high in the low 80s. Winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has fired the head of the country's security service and his prosecutor general. He cited hundreds of criminal proceedings into treason and collaboration by people within their departments. He said yesterday more than 60 employees of the prosecutor's office and the SBU have been remaining in the occupied territories working against Ukraine, possibly in favor of the Russian invaders. Police say three people were fatally shot and two were injured at an Indian 
Indiana Mall after a man with a rifle opened fire at a food court and an armed civilian shot and killed him. The man entered the Greenwood Park Mall on Sunday evening with a rifle and several magazines of ammunition and began firing in the food court. Police say a legally armed 22-year-old civilian killed the man. He called the armed civilian a real hero, saying he stopped the shooter almost as soon as he began. The two injured victims are in stable condition. The release of an investigative report on the May 24th school shooting in South Texas is do- has done little to quell the anger and frustration in that town where it happened. Nineteen children and two teachers were killed in the massacre, and the 77-page report laid out by State Representative Dustin Burroughs confirms what many in Uvalde already suspected. There were officers in that building who knew or should have known more needed to be done. Sergio Garcia lost his son in the shooting at Robb Elementary. Whatever I see in this report is not going to bring my son back, but we need to prevent it so somebody else won't lose their son. He hopes the report leads to security enhancements in schools nationwide. Jim Ryan, ABC News, San Antonio. WMBF First News Time 633. The release of an investigative report... WMBF News Time 633. A Binghamton man is to spend 10 years in prison for dealing drugs in the region. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 38-year-old Shandell Terry pleaded guilty to felony criminal possession of a controlled substance in Broome County Court on Friday. He was arrested on March 23rd of 2021. Following a raid by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force at an apartment at 31 Griswold Street in Binghamton. Authorities say they found Terry was in possession of a quantity of crack cocaine and fentanyl. Investigators say they determined Terry intended to sell the illicit drugs in the area. Under the plea agreement, he was sentenced by the Honorable Judge Joseph Colley to 10 years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision. Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak said Terry was a career drug dealer with a criminal history dating back to 2001. A Cortland man faces numerous charges and traffic counts, and another man is charged with child endangerment following the disturbance earlier this month. Sheriff's officials accused 26-year-old Dustin Courtright of violating an order of protection and getting into an altercation with 25-year-old Austin Voigt in the presence of two children. Courtright is charged with misdemeanor criminal contempt and two misdemeanor counts of endangering the welfare of a child. He was also given traffic infractions for operating without a license, operating without insurance, uninspected motor vehicle and two counts of operating out of class. Deputies say at around 1027 a.m. on July 10th, they responded to a report of a disturbance and found Courtright and Voigt had been in a fight in front of the children, but there was no report of the youngsters being hurt. Authorities did not indicate either suspect fled the scene, but did report those numerous traffic infractions against Courtright. Courtright and Voigt were arraigned through centralized arraignment. Both were released on their own recognizance to appear in court at a later date. WMBF News Time 635. New York State Police are cautioning motorists. Summertime is a popular time for moving really big things on local roadways. In a posting on their Facebook platform, the state police advise drivers if they see flashing lights, it could be a slow-moving vehicle accompanied by patrol cars transporting oversized loads. And the authorities say, give the cargo room, pass if you must, and it is safe to do so, but be very cautious and give a safe distance between your vehicle and any escorts. 
Recently, motorists encountered giant blades for big wind turbines headed to Windsor, traveling through Oswego, Cortland, and Broome counties. It's 636, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Six thirty-seven. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. And Kathy, I'm tired today. This is a rough Monday. Why? I don't know. I, what did you do this weekend? I didn't do really anything. Yesterday, I was at home almost all day, and I don't know why. But I woke up today and I was just shot. I was done. So we got to get the energy up in hour number two. I had to do some cooking yesterday because I came home with a bunch of uh, leftover roasted corn. So they roasted like 200 ears of corn and there were only like four ears left and I got them. <laughs> so had to do some, some using of the leftover corn. We'll talk about that later on in the week. Yeah, for Foodie Friday. What you do we do with it. leftover corn? We'll, yeah, that's one of the, yeah. I've done some things in the past. It will not be a repeat of the corn salsa, though that was very good. Corn salsa. That actually does sound pretty good. Yeah, it was it's very good. It really that makes is. me that makes me want to go get a burrito after work today. See, this is the thing is you you still got to get out of the mindset that certain foods are for certain times of day. When you're working odd hours, it's you know, anything goes. So. Oh, yeah, I'm I am fully prepared right now to I oh. I started buying cold cuts this week cuz you know that we have this Oh, it lights up. Apple. They do light up. Look at that. I got my headphones fixed. My nice. my unicorn headphones. And a, they blink and stuff too. I got a battery for them. Yeah, but yeah, I bought I bought cold cuts this week. That's your idea like, of cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's my idea of cooking. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm getting tired of now that we're doing the three hour Bob show where I'm like on the phones until twelve o'clock. So I'm not really getting to the rest of my work that I have to do until twelve o'clock. Uh huh. So now I'm like, I kind of need that lunch. I can't just be like, all right, it's twelve o'clock, but I've already finished all of my work for the day. I can just go home and make lunch at home. But no, so now I'm I'm fully prepared to eat a ham and cheese sandwich at nine o'clock in the morning, which sounds yeah. absolutely disgusting. But no. when you think about it, it's like, oh well I guess I have been here for about four hours, so it kind of makes sense that this would be generally lunchtime, and I, I, I got to get used to that. Yeah, but see, I, I can eat just about anything any time of the day, but I do have usually kind of a more of a breakfasty type snack when I can work one in in between newscasts. And then when I get home, I have a dinner or a lunchy type thing. Yeah, well, I got all my granola bars, too. All my granola bars. That I'm going through a little bit too fast last week. That, that's what really happened. I went through the granola bars a little too fast last week, and I was like, hmm, this doesn't seem sustainable. I might need to eat actual lunch at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there were people a month and a half ago, I wasn't even awake at 9 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's it's rough. It, it, was, a, it was a shift for me. I don't know. This is just one of those mornings where I'm like, you I feel like adjusted. I'm lagging behind. You get yeah. Now, the wildlife update for today, I thought I was going to be uh, just breaking for one very fat skunk. And then I realized, and this is something you don't see very often, it was two of them together. They were tag teaming. They're, you usually only see, they're, very, they're solitary. You don't see two of them together. Hmm. And they were walking side by side in the middle of the road and... Of course, they know that you don't want to encounter them, so they just take their time. Yeah, I didn't see any cool animals this weekend. I saw a oh, buck I, out I, in my out in my backyard. I saw something very cool this weekend. 
you know, what was it, last weekend or the weekend before, it was that we had to slow down for the bear. Oh, yeah. This weekend on the way back from dinner, I told the husband, up, oh, slow down, let that bobcat get across the road. Oh. And it was a, a good size one. It was a really good size one. Yeah. I remember, and this is probably the most responsible thing, uh, irresponsible thing that my parents ever allowed to happen to me as a child. Um, we would go up to Cooperstown and play in a baseball tournament there, me and my friends and, you know, our whole team. And we would go up there every year and we'd spend about a week there. And one time we were just out in this backyard of the, of the house that we rented having a little wiffle ball home run derby. And a bobcat comes all the way up, like, to the fence, standing, like, five feet away from us. And there are our parents just kind of, like, sitting on the porch looking at and being like, wow, like, look how cool that is. That's It's a bobcat. And it's on the other side of the fence, so it's fine. And we thought it was fine, so we were, like, really close to it and being like, wow, like, this is so cool. Like, I've never seen a creature like this because, you know, we're from Long Island. We don't get bobcats in Long Island. And looking back now, I feel like I realize and I feel like my parents should have realized, like, hey, the the fence is only like four feet tall. Any wild animal you don't want to get close to. Hey, uh, check out our website, WMBF.com. There's an article on there about a conversation that comes up quite frequently around here. The DEC says there are no cougars. There are no mountain lions. They've been extinct for 70-something years. And people, so it's all bobcats? People keep seeing them, and you know, it's up to you to decide whether you believe the DEC or whether you believe the people that continue to say they see them and produce physical or photo evidence, which the DEC keeps saying, oh, no, that's a bobcat or that's a golden retriever or it was photoshopped. Well, there is a or, big drop-off between bobcat and golden retriever no, as I can far see, as no, I proximity can see, to mountain lion. Well, I, no, I can see where a golden retriever or a yellow lab could be very much mistaken mm. for a cougar. About yeah. the same size. Well, you, know, you also color. got people out here saying they got photographic evidence of Sasquatch. So I think I'll believe the DEC. I went to high school with a guy. Anyway, never mind. Who believed in Sasquatch? No, that looked like Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, boy. It's 643. You're listening to WMBF. Welcome. here on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian starting on Monday, July 18th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance and work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd. Today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. That's starting today. Road closure and detours are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. 
National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 67 degrees, 97% humidity. Might be seeing some light rain, fog and mist. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. Then showers and thunderstorms likely mainly after 4 p.m. High near 81 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour. Chance of rain is 90%. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m. Then a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 65. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 60%. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Sunny with a high near 89 degrees. Chance of rain, 20%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 67. Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high near 94 degrees. And Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy with a low around 72 and a 40% chance of rain. 647, you're listening to WMBF. Almost night. here on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Garrett Cole brushed back Rafael Devers and struck out 12. Matt Carpenter drove in three more runs, and the New York Yankees pounded the Boston Red Sox 13-2 after Boston ace Chris Sale broke his left pinky finger in the first inning. The Yankees reached double-digit runs for the 16th time. No other team has more than 10 such games, and they cruise into the All-Star break with a major league best record of 64 and 28 their 64 wins matched the 2018 astros for third most prior to the break since the all-star game began in 1933 nico horner hit a tie-breaking rbi single with two outs in the eighth and the chicago cubs stopped a nine-game slide by topping the new york mets three to two Christopher Morell sparked Chicago's winning rally with a leadoff infield single against Drew Smith. Morell advanced to third on Wilson Contreras' single and scored on Ian Happ's tapper to the right side of the mound. After Seiya Suzuki popped out, Horner's liner into center drove in Contreras from second for a 3-2 lead. Horner finished with three hits. Rowan Wick pitched a scoreless inning for the win. And David Robertson got three outs for his 13th save. Other news, the MLB draft was yesterday. Talked a little earlier about Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker last year was picked 8th overall by the Mets. Or maybe actually 10th overall. Excuse me. 10th overall by the Mets last year, but the Mets didn't sign him. They were looking to get a, a little bit of a deal on Kumar Rocker because he had some arm issues, some medical issues that they were concerned about. So they said, okay, well, we'll draft him 10th overall and maybe we can sign him below slot value. Kumar Rocker obviously declined that request, pitched an independent baseball over the last year, and now he's been drafted third overall by the Texas Rangers. So something to keep an eye on. Kumar Rocker in a couple of years makes his debut with the Texas Rangers. Well, let's see if well, maybe the Mets made the wrong decision by not signing him for a little bit more money. And he joins former Vanderbilt rotation mate Jack Leiter. I tell you, I have never watched as much college baseball as when Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker were pitching for Vanderbilt. That was 
absolutely incredible. What a pairing that was. Also had a couple sons of former All-Stars. Jackson Holiday and Drew Jones, the sons of Matt Holiday and Andrew Jones, were taken by Baltimore and Arizona with the first two picks in baseball's amateur draft. Jackson Holiday's father, Matt, was a former batting champion. He was chosen first overall by Baltimore. And I think Jones was expected to go first overall. But, you know, what, what does it really matter in baseball? Even these top picks, these 17-year-olds who are just unbelievably talented, they're still three or four years away from even making an impact. I think that's why it's hard to invest in college baseball and even high school high school baseball to an extent, is that even the best player is going to take a few years to pitch at the major league level. When you're looking at football and basketball, it's like you get drafted number one overall in basketball. You change that team next year. They might become a winning team just because they drafted you. Same with football, and that even runs for, you know, say the first round. If you get a good first rounder, and get you a couple extra wins right away. Doesn't work like that in baseball. You gotta wait and hope they don't get traded. Binghamton Rumble Ponies won yesterday as well, four to three over the Erie Sea Wolves. RBIs from Beatty Singer and Wyatt Young, who hit a home run in the third inning. His second home run of the year. Six fifty-two. You're listening to WMBF. At good. Six fifty-three on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. When you're looking for a great hotel, a restaurant, a new job, a veterinarian or dentist, car repairs, or any other company or service, here's why you should never trust online reviews. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Online reviews of stores, services, and products are useless and sometimes even dangerous because they're so easily faked. These phony online reviews are so prevalent that the Federal Trade Commission is ready to punish any business that allows them with fines of more than $40,000 for every fake review. Knowing which review is fake is nearly impossible to tell. But one giveaway is when you see a group of raving reviews suddenly appearing or on the same or very closely spaced dates. The best way to check for any business is still the old-fashioned way. Ask someone you know for a referral personally. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com. I believe home should be the safest place on earth for every family. That's why I use and recommend Simply Safe. Simply Safe is advanced whole home security that puts you, your home, and your family's safety first. Simply Safe offers comprehensive protection not only against intruders and burglary, but against expensive home hazards from flooding to fires. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents take action the moment a threat is detected, dispatching police or first responders in an emergency. Simply Safe uses proprietary video verification technology so that monitoring agents can visually confirm the threat in order to get higher priority 911 dispatch. Monitoring plans are affordably priced at a dollar a day with no long-term contract or hidden fees. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com. 
Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysavekim.com. 6.55 on WMBF. Time for another check on traffic and weather. Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. It's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately two more weeks and is weather-dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian starting on Monday, July 18th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. Closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd. So motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. Check on weather. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 67 degrees, 97% humidity. Might be seeing some light rain, fog or mist. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m., then showers and thunderstorms likely, mainly after 4 p.m., high near 81 degrees, and winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour, 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m., and a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 65 degrees, wind could gust as high as 21 miles per hour, Chance of rain is 60%. Tuesday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. But sunny with a high near 89 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tuesday night, partly cloudy with a low around 67. And Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high near 94 degrees. 94 and we all know it's going to feel a lot hotter than that. Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy, with a low around 72 degrees, and a 40% chance of rain. It's going to be a tough week. It's going to be a tough week for someone who doesn't do well in high temperatures like myself. Looks like Thursday and Friday are going to be about 90 degrees as well, and Saturday, and Sunday. Cool, so this is just a full-on heat wave. A full-on heat wave to really make my week that much more miserable. I don't do well in the heat. I don't. 6.58, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. on WMBF as we close out our number one here. Coming up next, we'll have ABC News. 
followed by another local news update from Kathy White. And two more hours of first news with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. We have some pretty good chit-chats planned for the next couple hours. And following that, we'll have Bob Joseph's live and local talk show, Binghamton Now. So if you want to participate in that show, now would be a good time to start thinking of questions. Some cool local news this week, specifically the Red Robin Diner. You might want to ask him about that. That's a story that went up on Friday. ABC News coming up next. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.04. We have a rainy day, much needed rainy day in our forecast for today. Showers and thunderstorms, maybe some heavy rain in some of those embedded systems and winds gusting as high as 23 miles an hour. A high today getting into the low 80s. As far as doing anything to help the brown lawns out there, the amount of rainfall less than an inch for today. Now, the National Weather Service says some of the thunderstorms could produce enough rain for localized poor drainage and small stream flooding. Now, later Later on the week, the more issue is with the heat. Heat index values from Wednesday afternoon forecast to be from 95 to 100 degrees, the highest reading in the valleys and urban areas. We have a developing story from the weekend without a lot of information being made available. New York State Police are fairly tight-lipped about an incident that closed a road in the town of Oneana for 23 hours. A news release issued by State Police Troop C headquarters in Sydney yesterday only said that State Route 7 had reopened. Quote, no injuries were sustained. New York State Police thanked the public for their cooperation and patience over the past 23 hours. Police had said there was no threat to the public, but gave no other information about why they closed the road near Emmons Hill Road to the Price Chopper parking lot. The original news release issued by state police on Saturday only reported troopers were on the scene of, quote, an ongoing investigation in the town of Oneana. Troopers asked the public to avoid the area of State Route 7 near Emmons Hill Road. That road was closed as well up to the supermarket, and the statement said that there was a detour funneling traffic onto Hillside Drive. That was in place. The official update posted by the state police on Sunday promised more details to the ongoing investigation could be expected sometime today. CNY News uh, reports that the area in question was near the farmhouse diner and the road was blocked since about 7 p.m. on Saturday. We will have more information as it becomes available. A Broome County man has acquired the iconic Red Robin Diner that had been located in downtown Johnson City for more than 60 years. The diner on Main Street closed in January 2021. The property had been on the market for about a year with an asking price of $269,000. Property records show it was sold to Tamor in Management Incorporated of Vestal in June for $210,000. The new owner, who asked not to be identified, said he plans to keep the historic building at its current site where it's been situated since it was moved from Conklin Avenue on the south side of Binghamton on June 30th of 1959. Plans call for the old railroad car style diner to be revamped as a food place after it's been renovated. The new owner says he hopes to start remodeling by the end of the year. 
WMBF First News Time 707. Pennsylvania State Police say after more than a decade of being a presence in northeastern Pennsylvania, gas drillers are still being targeted by criminals. Incidents over the past years have ranged from trespass as citizen and environmental groups and some neighbors protested drilling operations being set up in their communities to vandalism of equipment at the wells. Many incidents over the years have involved thefts from drilling sites, which for days at a time may be unattended. In one of the most recent incidents, Pennsylvania State Troopers are looking for suspects who stole copper from a Cotera Energy well pad on Stockholm Road in Rush Town. Authorities at the drilling site in Susquehanna County told the troopers the theft had happened sometime between 6 p.m. on Friday, July 8th and 8.22 p.m. on Thursday, July 14th. The news release indicated the material that was taken in the theft was an amount of copper valued at $400. Anyone with information about the Cotera energy incident is asked to call Trooper Hollenbeck at 570-465-3154. In politics, Democrat New York Governor Kathy Hochul reports a campaign war chest seven times the size of Republican challenger Lee Zeldin ahead of the November election. On the June primary, Hochul scored an easy win, getting two-thirds of the roughly 860,000 Democrat votes and scoring wins in all of the state's counties. Republicans are hoping to muster an upset by painting Democrats as easy on crime and governmental corruption. Still, the GOP does face a tough fight. The state's Republican Party had about $80,000 in the bank as of July 11th, compared to the Democrat Party's $376,000 war chest. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Seven ten. You're listening to hour number two of WMBF's first news. I'm myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit six to exit four. The 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately two more weeks and is weather-dependent as they're removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian, Tioga County, starting on Monday, July 18th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd. Some motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. And look out for flaggers controlling the alternating one-way traffic through the open lane in work zones progressing eastward on Route 434. Starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. 
National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now. It's about 67 degrees, 97% humidity. Maybe some light rain if you're on your way in now. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. Then showers and thunderstorms likely mainly after 4 p.m. High near 81 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour. 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m. A slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 65 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour and a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Sunny with a high near 89 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 67 degrees. And Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high near 94 degrees. Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy, with a low around 72, and a 40% chance of rain. I don't think I can possibly stress enough how little I am looking forward to Wednesday. 94 degrees. That, uh, that's going to be rough. That's going to be rough. And it's going to be sunny, so it's going to feel like 100 degrees and... You know, I won't be able to go out and hang out on my porch because I'll be sweating too much and won't be able to play some darts. Won't be able to go get coffee. Can't go outside. Can't do it. Maybe I'll just sleep in the air-conditioned studio. Tuesday night, I'll be here. Wake up at 5.59, do a little news show, and, you know, just stay here all day. I don't think that's allowed. 714, you're listening to WMBF. The Bustle. WMBF. 7.15 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Garrett Cole brushed back Rafael Devers and struck out 12. Matt Carpenter drove in three more runs, and the New York Yankees pounded the Red Sox 13 to 2 after Boston ace Chris Sale broke his left pinky finger in the first inning. The Yankees reached double-digit runs for the 16th time. No other team has more than 10 such games and cruised into the All-Star break with a Major League best record of 64-28. and Their 64 wins matched the 2018 Astros for third most prior to the break since the All-Star game began in 1933. Matt Carpenter, what a find for the Yankees this year. 36 years old, clearly on the back end of his career. Really hadn't had a uh, season really average, let alone above average, since 2018. Of course, in 2018, he was phenomenal in 156 games for the St. Louis Cardinals. Had an 897 OPS that year. It's a 143 OPS plus. It's one of my favorite stats this year. If you want to compare it for the Yankees, he's played in only 31 games, 100 at-bats, but he has an OPS of 1380. Truly unbelievable. Batting average 354, on base 469, and slugging 911. He's played multiple position for the Yankees as well. What a find. You know, say what you will about Brian Cashman if you're a Yankees fan. I know you'll have some complaints about 
you know, not signing certain players, not breaking the bank for someone or other. You know, I think those complaints are unfounded. I mean, look at Garrett Cole's contract. When you find the right player, Brian Cashman is not afraid to spend money and buy them. But if you look over the last couple of years, especially with the Yankees' injury history over, let's say, the last three years or so, Brian Cashman has done a phenomenal job of finding guys who just... We really squeeze the last ounce of good baseball that we can out of them. You think of guys like Mike Talkman. Mike Talkman was crucial for the Yankees in 2019, and yeah, we ended up letting him go. And actually, it might have been 2021 that we let Talkman go. But and Cameron Mabin, another guy. Now you might hear in the broadcast booth from time to time. Brian Cashman has a knack for finding those guys who are a little bit undervalued and just squeezing every bit of production he can out of them before sending them off somewhere else where they don't quite play as well. Or in Cameron Maven's case, just straight up retire. Matt Carpenter, another one of those guys. Will it last the whole season? I don't know. I can't say that for sure. If Matt Carpenter will be good all season, but for this stretch, I'll say there are some games in the last month or so that it feels like Matt Carpenter has really carried the team and has really made up for the fact that Joey Gallo has been quite bad this year. Looking over at the Mets, Nico Horner hit a tie-breaking RBI single with two outs in the eighth inning, and the Chicago Cubs stopped a nine-game slide by topping the New York Mets 3-2. Christopher Morrell sparked Chicago's winning rally with a leadoff infield single against Drew Smith. Morrell advanced to third on Wilson Contreras' single and scored on Ian Happ's tapper to the right side of the mound. After Seiya Suzuki popped out, Horner's liner into center drove in Contreras from second for a 3-2 lead. Horner finished with three hits. Rowan Wick pitched a scoreless inning for the win, and David Robertson got three outs for his 13th save. Tough season for the Cubs. Good season for the Mets, though. It's exciting for the Yankees and the Mets to both be good in the same year. Now, back home, it's a pretty even split between Yankees and Mets fans, I would say. Maybe even leaning a little bit Mets, since City Field is in Queens. It's a lot easier to get to than Yankee Stadium. Getting to Yankee Stadium from where I grew up was like a two-and-a-half-hour excursion just because of traffic. And, you know, if you don't want to deal with the traffic, then you take the train in, but you got to work on the train schedules, and then there you are on a crowded subway. On the way home, it's a lot worse after everyone's had a couple of beverages, a couple of sodas. It's a tough excursion, so it's easier to just go to Queens. Oh, a few more Mets fans, but it's it's fun when both teams are good and you can start having those debates with your friends. Like, oh, well, the Mets are doing this, 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 and the Yankees are doing this, this, this. Makes it more exciting for everybody. MLB draft was yesterday, too. Jackson Holiday and Drew Jones, sons of All-Stars Matt and Andrew, were taken by Baltimore and Arizona with the first two picks. A lot of sons getting into the Major League Baseball game these days. You got Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Fernando Tatis Jr. I think people forget that Fernando Tatis Jr.'s dad played Major League Baseball. Maybe because he wasn't quite as good as Vladimir Guerrero was, a Hall of Famer. Justin Crawford, the son of four-time All-Star Carl Crawford, was also taken in the first round yesterday. 
The Texas Rangers picked Kumar Rocker third overall a year after the Mets declined to sign him after selecting him 10th overall. Yesterday, the Rumble Ponies also won by a score of 4-3. to three. Only played five innings due to a weather delay at the end. But if you play five, it counts. Got RBIs from Brett Beatty, Singer, and Wyatt Young. Young's hit a solo home run in the third inning, his second of the year. That's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. It's another busy week for earnings reports with Goldman Sachs, Netflix, and Tesla all opening up their books. Anticipating strong earnings this week, investors closed out last week with solid advances. The Dow Jones gained 658 points on Friday to close at 31,288. The S&P and NASDAQ both surged nearly 2%. Expect gasoline prices to continue their steady decline. Rising COVID rates in China are pushing down overall energy demand, and oil prices in Asia fell about a dollar overnight. Boeing soon hopes to resume deliveries of its 787 Dreamliner after putting shipments on hold for two years. It stopped sending out the twin-engine jumbo jet in late 2020 to address manufacturing issues. When is a lifetime guarantee not a lifetime guarantee? The courts will have to decide after a Missouri man brought a class-action lawsuit against Bass Pro Shops. He says the retailer is suddenly refusing to trade his worn-out old socks for brand-new ones. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Almost here on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Here are your political insights from ABC News. Following the revelation that Secret Service texts from January 5th and 6th last year were deleted as part of a device replacement effort, the House Select Committee now wants all records from that time. The committee thinks that these text messages could potentially shed light on those allegations that President Trump wanted to go to the Capitol with the rioters and that he was told they were armed. The Secret Service said in a statement that they do plan to cooperate with the subpoena. ABC's Mary Alice Parks. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin dealt a potentially lethal blow to President Biden's climate agenda, declaring he won't support funding for climate change programs or raising taxes on the wealthiest to help pay for them. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders says no surprise there. In my humble opinion, you know, Manchin represents the very wealthiest people in this country, not working families in West Virginia or America. The senator on ABC's This Week broadcast. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. Vote. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. Started last Monday, so only two weeks left on that. We are removing the old bridge, which carried Front Street over I-81. The Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian starting on Monday today from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance 
Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd, weather permitting. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Flaggers will be con- will control alternating one-way traffic through the open lane and work zones progressing eastward on Route 434 from Marshland Road to the Broome County line. And starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. Now check on the National Weather Service forecast in downtown Binghamton. Right now, it's about 67 degrees, 97% humidity. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m., then showers and thunderstorms likely, mainly after 4 p.m., high near 76, winds can gust as high as 26 miles per hour, 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms are likely before 1 a.m., and a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 64, and a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 84 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 66 degrees. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 90. Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy with a low around 71 degrees, 40% chance of rain. 728, you're listening to WMBF. My friend. on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Oh, God, she'll die. There's still a lot of life left in Thor Love and Thunder. It's topped the domestic box office for a second straight week, earning another 46 million bucks, despite a 68% drop in attendance from last week's debut. I'll not live in fear. A better-than-expected $17 million third-place bow for the romantic drama Where the Crawdads Sing. Wow, I did not see that coming. A sixth-place $6.2 million debut for the animated comedy Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are married. Their rep confirms to ABC News they tied the knot Saturday in Las Vegas, and Lopez herself shared the news with pictures on her website. She said they flew to Vegas, got a license, and were married just hours later at midnight. She signed the announcement, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. It's the fourth marriage for her, the second for her husband. The pair reunited about a year ago after famously dating in the early 2000s. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Welcome... This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.32. Kind of a soggy start to the week, but not really as much rain as we need for any sort of a moisture deficit we've got so far. More on that in a little bit. 67 degrees in Binghamton, 90% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm for today. We could have some gusty winds in some of those embedded cells at 23 miles per hour. The new rainfall amounts between a half and three quarters of an inch and a high today getting into the lower 80s. 
A primetime hearing on Thursday will offer some more promising testimony in the yet then-President Donald Trump's what they call dereliction of duty on the day of the January 6th insurrection. At least that's according to the House Committee investigating last year's attack. Thursday's hearing could be the last, but the committee's investigation is expected to continue. WMBF First News Time, 733. Europe's got a problem that we're about to experience later on in the week. Record temperatures and wildfires across Europe have led thousands to being evacuated. There are all sorts of indications of a heat wave with no sign of breaking in Europe. Firefighters battle a dozen wildfires ripping through the region in the northwest of Spain and more in the south. Authorities have attributed more than a 1,000 deaths to the climate change-caused heat in Spain and neighboring Portugal. Threatened by wildfires in the southwest have been forced to be evacuated from their homes. Here in Italy, there's the worst drought in 70 years, with the usually fertile valley of the Po River dry in many parts. Megan Williams, ABC News, Florence. Closer to home, the National Weather Service is advising residents there's a possibility for a little minor flooding from downpours of some strong thunderstorms materialized for us this afternoon. The Binghamton office is predicting a few rounds of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and evening. NOAA says some storms could produce gusty winds along with some flooding in the poor drainage areas and along small streams. A small portion of western and northern Broome County along with all of Tioga County in New York, meanwhile, are colored yellow for being in a deficiency for rainfall by the U.S. Drought Monitor, along with all of Bradford County and the far western edge of Susquehanna County. Today's rainfall not expected to make much of a dent in that. Most of Broome and Susquehanna counties are not listed as significantly dry, although area lawns and gardens are parched. The amount of rain predicted from the current system is less than an inch, putting a little of any dent in the moisture deficit. Later on this week, the issue is with the heat. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says the heat index values Wednesday afternoon are forecast to be from 95 to 100 degrees with the highest readings in valleys and urban areas. When ambient and air temperature combines with humidity and pushes the heat index into the high range, the danger of illness increases as well. Heat exhaustion and heat stroke can be a problem in extreme conditions and precautions are encouraged. A Cortland man faces numerous charges and traffic counts, and another man is charged with child endangerment following a disturbance earlier this month. Sheriff's officials accused 26-year-old Dustin Courtright of violating an order of protection and getting it into an altercation with 25-year-old Austin Voigt in the presence of two children. Courtright is charged with misdemeanor criminal contempt and two misdemeanor counts of endangering the welfare of a child. He was also given traffic infractions for operating without a license, operating without insurance, uninspected motor vehicle, and two counts of operating out of class. Voight was charged with child endangerment. Deputies say at around 10.27 a.m. on July 10th, they responded to the report of a disturbance and found Courtright and Voight had been in a fight in front of the children. There were no reports of injuries. Authorities did not indicate either suspect fled the scene, but did report numerous traffic infractions being charged against Courtright. Courtright and Vaught were both released on their own recognizance to await their next date in court later on this month. A Binghamton man is to spend 10 years in prison for dealing drugs in the region. The Broome County District's Attorney's Office says 38-year-old Chandel Terry pleaded guilty to felony criminal possession of a controlled substance in Broome County on Friday. 
He was arrested on March 23rd of 2021 following a raid by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force in an apartment at 31 Griswold Street in Binghamton. The authorities say they found Terry was in possession of a quantity of crack cocaine and fentanyl that he intended to sell. Under the plea agreement, Terry was sentenced to 10 years in state prison, followed by three years post-release supervision. It's 737, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. My brother. Seven thirty-eight. You're listening to WMBF's First News. Myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Kathy had an exciting weekend at the campground. <laughs> well, I mean, we had an active weekend at the campground. A pirate weekend? No, it wasn't. It was it was hillbilly weekend. I just said it should have been pirate weekend because they had corn that was a buccaneer. <laughs> It's a good joke, classic dad joke. That's something that, you know, <laughs> if I heard in a supermarket from my father. You would have gone, roll my eyes. No, it would have rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now I'm older. I love a good dad joke now. I get it. It comes around. It always does. I like puns. I've always been a, a punny girl. Yeah, that, that tracks with the unicorn headset that you got going, the light-up unicorn. I, I can see you liking puns. Nothing wrong with a good pun. And then here I am in the news business where everything's serious. Everything's yeah, not not serious. for this five minutes, though. This five minutes, nothing is serious. <laughs> okay. That's why it's my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, well, in addition, be to, be beside the thing that you were fascinated with, with the corn cob tossing through the toilet seat, for some reason they also had plunger toss. Now, if I'm thinking if it's supposed to be hillbilly and you're using the stereotypes of hillbillies, didn't, they didn't have indoor plumbing, so I didn't understand the, the toilet plunger thing. But then they also did some bowling using cabbages. That's pretty cool. Heads of cabbage for bowling, which uh, they asked me if I wanted the cabbage. It was only slightly dented on the top. And, yeah, it's, I'm not a big cabbage fan and didn't feel like making coleslaw, so I turned that down. But I did take some leftover corn. Yeah, who would be a cabbage fan? A lot of people are, especially around here with the the Eastern European, the halupki, and mm. you know things like that. And of course, you know, you being Irish, I mean, hell, I hate vegetables. You don't like the corned beef and only, cabbage? Only potatoes, potatoes only. You know, you just get all the nutrients I need from potatoes. Yeah, no, okay. That's all. Every single one. All right. That's what I always heard, at least. That's why I had That's potatoes with dinner like every night for a year. That that famous somebody said. Yeah, somebody <laughs> said, yeah, just throw some butter in the potato to make it taste a little bit better. And all of a sudden, you're growing up a big, healthy, strong boy. Yeah. I like a good potato, but I don't think that's a balanced meal. <laughs> no, it definitely isn't. Listen. My family is not known for its cooking. And and once again, I've doomed myself to receive a phone call from my mother later to say, why are you telling everybody I can't cook? Well, I'm sorry, Stacy. It's just, it's the truth. Our family is not a cooking family. We but, order. Yeah, cabbage, cabbage is like, and, you know, cabbage soup and, and cab. There's a lot of things to do with cabbage, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan. And I'm, yeah, so, yeah, I didn't take the... And I don't like wasting things, but I know some people around here that would have taken it, but I think they found some other people. Yeah. Also, they were using the cabbages for bowling. It's yeah. probably not 
100 percent healthy. Well, you know the the, the the outer leaves. I mean, it was all wrapped and everything, but mm. the uh, the outer part was kind of probably a little bit bruised. But I was disappointed they didn't have the guy with the axe throwing because I might have taken a, a round on that. I might have tried that. That would have been a phenomenal video. No, it, would, it would have frightened my husband immensely. But I, I've always I've always wanted to try that, but I also know like part of me like. The, like the axe is going to bounce back and hit me. Well, last year they had it. They had a guy that had like a, a trailer that he brought that set up with sides on it and stuff. And they were doing it and it was, I didn't quite get up the courage to try it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I know I'm going to end up hurting myself somehow. <laughs> I mean, I play, I have a dart board out on my porch at home and the amount of darts that, you know, just hit the board directly on and then decide, <laughs> you know what, actually we're going to bounce back right at James's feet and see if we can hit him this time. It's. I know I'm going to get hurt axe throwing. It's just. It's a matter of when. Well, I've not seen if. some of those videos where they're doing it in bars. That that doesn't seem like a good idea to begin with. Yeah. Well, you know what I saw this weekend is uh, on WBNG's Facebook. I don't remember who it was, but they were doing an axe throwing thing that would on have been the Facebook. Prob- that would have been probably at the Lumberjack Festival. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, that's probably what it was. I think it was maybe Jason Doris. That name sounds familiar. He's the weatherman. Yeah. And he just completely missed the target entirely. Went right over, and uh, yeah, like funny video, funny video. But also, like that's me with archery too. It's like a, you know, I, I I loved it. I used to do archery a, a little bit when I was a wee lass, but you know. But these are things we don't want to be missing the target with. <laughs> at least let's hit the board. At least so I don't go like walking through the woods. And accidentally end up with an axe in my foot from the weatherman at WBNG. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, of course, you walking through the woods with all the bears and bobcats. And yeah, all unlikely to happen anyway. Another animal I saw this weekend that I, one of the my favorites that I see down when we're in the wilds of Pennsylvania. It's just awe-inspiring when this big shadow goes over your head as a turkey vulture is flying over those things have got amazing wingspans. I've never seen one of those. And beautiful, it sounds like a, beautiful, frightening animal. Yeah, it sounds like I don't want to see one of those. Much like a bear <laughs> circling, or a mountain circling lion. Circling over or you a is bad. <laughs> the mythical mountain lions Just or bobcats. Just flying overhead is okay, but when it's circling over you, not good. <laughs> oh, man. Not good. That's 744 here on WMBF. A good job. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. It's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately two more weeks and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. The Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian, Tioga County, starting on Monday, July 18th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd, weather permitting. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Flaggers will control alternating one-way traffic through the open lane in work zones, progressing eastward on Route 434 from Marshland Road to the Broome County line. And starting today, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. 
Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lennox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lennox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 67 degrees, maybe some light rain out there. 97% humidity. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. Then showers and thunderstorms likely mainly after 4 p.m. High near 76 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 26 miles per hour. 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m. And a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 64 degrees and a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 84. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 66. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 90 degrees. Wednesday night, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Partly cloudy with a low around 71 degrees. Chance of rain is 40%. 747, you're listening to WMBF. Now, here is the payoff. Line, base hit, over first, down the right field line, rolling to the right field corner, extra bases. LeMayu scores, Judge scores, holding it third, Rizzo. Matt Carp, the magic of Matt continues. The summer of Matt. He rips a two-run double down the right field line. The Yankees take a 7-2 lead. That was John Sterling, the magic Matt. Matt Carpenter, what a pickup for the Yankees. Yesterday, Garrett Cole brushed back Rafael Devers and struck out 12. Matt Carpenter drove in three more runs, including that two-run double that you just heard. And the New York Yankees pounded the Red Sox 13-2 after Boston ace Chris Sale broke his left pinky finger in the first inning. The Yankees reached double-digit runs for the 16th time. No other team has more than 10 such games, and they cruised into the All-Star break with a Major League Best record of 64-28. Major League Best, despite their in the last 10 games, a little split, 5-5. Five and five. Their 64 wins matched the 2018 Astros for the third most prior to the break since the All-Star game began in 1933. For the Mets, Nico Horner hit a tie-breaking RBI single with two outs in the eighth, and the Chicago Cubs stopped a nine-game slide by topping the New York Mets 3-2. Christopher Morell sparked Chicago's winning rally with a leadoff infield single against Drew Smith. Morell advanced to third on Wilson Contreras' single and scored on Ian Happ's tapper to the right side of the mound. After Seiya Suzuki popped out, Horner's liner into center drove in Contreras from second for a 3-2 lead. Horner finished with three hits. Rowan Wick pitched a scoreless inning for the win. And David Robertson got three outs for his 13th save. Mets are still two and a half games above the Atlanta Braves in the NL East heading into the All-Star break. It's a pretty good position for them, and with the trade deadline approaching in a couple of weeks here, plenty of room for improvement for the Mets. They get a couple more bats, 
a couple more solid high leverage relievers and this is going to be a pretty dangerous team still waiting on jacob Degrom to return as well he pitched in triple a syracuse on friday i believe it was pitched four innings pitched pretty well just got max scherzer back from his stint with the binghamton rumble ponies after recovering from a left oblique strain MLB draft was yesterday as well. Jackson Holiday and Drew Jones went 1-2. They're the sons of Matt Holiday and Andrew Jones, taken by Baltimore and Arizona with the first two picks. Justin Crawford, son of four-time All-Star Carl Crawford, was also taken in the first round by Philadelphia at number 17. And New York Mets last year, who drafted Kumar Rocker, tried to sign him on a deal 10th overall. Well, it seems like they might have lost out on that deal because Kamar Rocker got picked third overall this year by the Texas Rangers. Joining his old Vanderbilt running mate Jack Leiter, the son of Al Leiter. A lot of sons in the game nowadays. And Kamar Rocker and Jack Leiter were absolutely dominant for Vanderbilt. It was truly a joy to watch a weekend series of Vanderbilt baseball, even Christian Little at the time. I don't think he was as good this year, but admittedly I didn't watch as much college baseball this year as I did last year. Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. That Friday-Saturday combo. That was something. Rumble Ponies won 4-3 yesterday. RBIs from Brett Beatty, Singer, and Wyatt Young, who hit a two-run homer. Oh, I'm sorry, a solo homer, his second of the year in the third inning. Jordan Yamamoto pitched two and two-thirds innings, gave up two runs, had three strikeouts, and six hits. 7.53. You're listening to WMBF. Seven fifty four on WMBF, as expected. My mother has texted me, upset that I told the world that she can't cook and she's a Dr. Pepper addict. So I'm gonna go ahead and deal with that while you get ABC's tech trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends. New electric vehicles unveiled. Hyundai has been doing a really great job putting out EVs for the past few years. Roberto Baldwin is an automotive journalist. The South Korean car company had several electric vehicle announcements this past week, one being a new car in the Ionic lineup, the streamlined sedan RN22E. Hyundai is saying that it is more efficient than the Ionic 5. So we should see some pretty great numbers from this on mileage, over 300 miles likely. Baldwin says Hyundai EVs are great quality and build for the price tag. Also revealed, the Envision 74, a hydrogen fuel cell and electric hybrid sports car. Right now, Hyundai, there's no plans to put it on sale. It's just a rolling laboratory. Not something consumers can expect to buy anytime soon. Rather, its purpose is to showcase what the company has in store for the future. With Tech Trends, Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. It's 7.55 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. That's three weeks from last Monday, so only two weeks left there as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. 
The Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in the village of Appalachian starting on today, actually. Started roughly an hour ago, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. The closures are necessary for pavement maintenance. Work is expected to be completed on Friday, July 22nd, weather permitting. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Flaggers will control alternating one-way traffic through the open lane in work zones, progressing eastward on Route 434 from Marshland Road to the Broome County line. And starting today... Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. Time for a check on weather. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 67 degrees and 97% humidity. Some light rain, maybe some fog and mist. Today, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. And showers and thunderstorms likely, mainly after 4 p.m. High near 76 degrees. Wind could gust as high as 26 miles per hour. 90% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of showers between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 64 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 84 degrees, winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 66 degrees, Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 90 degrees, and it's going to feel a lot hotter than that. Wednesday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy with a low around 71 degrees. Chance of rain is 40%. 7.58, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Closing out hour number two here on WNBF's First News, myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Coming up in, oh, I don't know, five minutes or so, we'll have a new newscast update from Kathy. Right after ABC News at the top of the hour. Then one more hour of WMBS First News, followed by Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now. So time to start thinking of those questions you want to ask Bob. Got a lot of cool local stories going on this week. Ask him about the Red Robin Diner. ABC News. <laughs> 